Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Shamelessly Unapologetic with me, your host, Alana Pinsky. I cannot believe that this is the last episode of season two of Shamelessly Unapologetic. Guys, what a year it has been. I am so excited for this episode. I will always start off my episodes by giving you my quick life updates, but basically I am going to be talking more about like some of the successes that this podcast has had and also just giving you an overview of how 2022 went for me, like some things that I learned and what I experienced. So We're going to cover it all in this episode, so why don't we go ahead and start off with my life updates. So it is Hanukkah. I am recording this on night three, and lately on my YouTube channel, I have been doing Vlognica, so definitely check it out so you can catch eight days straight of me vlogging my daily life, doing different things. I promise it's going to get a little bit more interesting later throughout this week because I am going to be traveling and I will talk about that in just a second. So if you want to stay tuned and learn more about my travels and just see everything that I'm doing in my life, head over to my YouTube channel at Alana Pinsky. And yeah, I hope anyone who is listening is having a good Hanukkah. And I guess by anyone who's listening, I technically mean like my Jewish listeners. So happy Hanukkah to all my Jewish listeners out there. Merry Christmas to everyone that celebrates. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Winter Solstice, which is actually when this episode is going out. So there are lots of holidays going on. So I hope everyone is ready for the holidays. I know I am. That I just wanted to start off with. And I just mentioned that I am traveling. So I am going to San Diego on Thursday. And this was actually the perfect time for me to go to San Diego because I just found out like earlier today that Portland is going to be getting some snow and a lot of ice. So the snow is supposed to start on Thursday afternoon. And then on Friday, it's going to basically be ice like they're saying up to an inch of coating of ice which is quite a lot of ice so I am so glad that I am gonna be gone and away from that and be in sunny California and the best part is is that my flight is really early in the morning so I shouldn't be caught up in that wintry mess and I shouldn't have to worry about like my flight getting delayed or canceled because it is going to be early in the morning before the bad weather starts but it is going to be very very cold when I get to the airport like we're talking under 20 degrees Fahrenheit so very cold that's going to be really nice to escape the cold for a few days apparently the weather's only going to be in like the high 60s low 70s while I'm there but you know what that is still good enough for me there's going to be sunshine and I can dress lightly so Definitely looking forward to that. I've never been to San Diego before, so I am just as shocked as you are after living in California for four years. I never got to go to San Diego. I definitely went to LA a few times, but never San Diego. Finally overdue for that, and so I'm so excited to see what it has to offer. And then the last thing I wanted to share was kind of like a weird situation for me. So there was a return of an ex-situationship that came into my life I want to say last week now keep in mind me and this guy we ended things on very very good terms 
I have absolutely zero ill will towards him. He's a good person. I just was not expecting him to message me on LinkedIn. Basically, he just wanted to get some feedback about something he wanted to make for a LinkedIn post. And then we ended up catching up on just like how work had been and talking about a lot of tech layoffs. But the conversation was not that long. Don't worry, I didn't keep it that long, but I ended up entertaining it because, again, I don't have any bad blood with him. He's not like one of those ex-situationships where you're like, oh my god, fuck that person. It was weird. I felt haunted a little bit, but you know what? It's okay. We move on. So he doesn't really do that, so I don't really expect this to be like a frequent thing. And if it does, then obviously I'll have a conversation with him about that and be like, yo, what are you doing? Stop. So those are the basic latest life updates with me. So I am really excited to talk more about the Shamelessly Unapologetic wrap up. You know how Spotify does their own like wrap? I wanted to do Shamelessly Unapologetic wrapped. I wanted to basically use this as a time to talk about some of the successes that Shamelessly Unapologetic has had for 2022. I did share some of the Spotify statistics on the Instagram account, but if you missed that, I will go ahead and share some of the things that I got to learn along with you guys regarding this podcast. So one of the first things that I got regarding Shamelessly Unapologetic is that I found out that we are in the top 15% of shared podcasts globally. Listen, I'll take it. I think next year I'd like to aim for maybe top 5 or top 10%. But, you know, top 15% doesn't sound that awful to me. There are so many podcasts out there. Like, so many podcasts out there that um, probably don't even, like, get a lot of listenership. Or they do get a lot of listenership. I personally don't think I get that much listenership. But it is cool to learn that I'm in the top 15%. And all of these statistics are from Spotify. So this is probably only regarding podcasts that are on Spotify. So I can't speak like completely universally. But just top 15% of podcasts being shared on Spotify. So that is still a very cool thing to learn. And it just makes me feel even better going into 2023. That was probably like my favorite statistic that I learned about the success of Shamelessly Unapologetic. And then one of the next cool things that I learned is that my podcast is being listened to in at least 30 countries this year. And the top five countries where people are listening to Shamelessly Unapologetic. So number one is the U.S., which I figured as much. Number two is Germany. Number three is the UK, number four is New Zealand, and number five is Brazil. So that's like a good um, variety of countries. And again, really awesome to know that people in Brazil and Germany and New Zealand and the UK are listening to me. There were a lot of African countries that are listening to me. A lot of folks in India are listening to me. It was just so awesome to see all of these countries. Like, I truly did not think that people from other countries would even care what I had to say. But I'm happy that I'm wrong about that. Obviously, 
If you're listening from another country, I want to thank you so much for being here because I truly thought my podcast was only going to reach the U.S. audience and it makes my heart happy knowing that it's reaching an international audience and I love that. So thank you so much. I really value your listenership a ton and it means a lot to me and I hope you were also valuing the content that I post out and that it's helping you feel more empowered in some kind of way. Another cool statistic that I learned is that there was a 75% increase in listenership compared to 2021. So that means that obviously more people tuned into my podcast this year than they did last year. I will say last year was technically the first full year of doing Shamelessly Unapologetic. I have been doing this podcast for only two years and so I'm very excited to see what the third season will bring. I definitely need to start reaching out to some guests because even though I'm taking a break from posting new episodes until Q1 of 2023, I still have to like be on top of the guests because guests can be so hard to get scheduled. So That was really awesome to learn that the listenership increased. This is a really small statistic. I'm really not embarrassed by this just because, you know, I know how to humble myself. I know I'm a smaller podcast, but according to Spotify, I was a top 10 podcast for at least 159 people. Listen, I still think that's really freaking cool. I don't care that that's a small number. Knowing that 159 people have put my podcast in their top 10 of podcasts that they listen to. That's pretty fucking awesome. I'm not gonna lie. It makes me feel a little bit special. So thank you to those 159 people. I'm so happy that I'm one of your favorite podcasts. So that's kind of like the statistics that I learned from my um, Spotify wrapped regarding the podcast. A few other things that I wanted to note is I did hire a graphic designer in the beginning of this year to help me with the IG content. So I worked with someone, I think back in, no, not February. It was early January. I didn't get the graphics finalized until April. So it wasn't until April where I started launching those out onto my Instagram. I worked really closely with a graphic designer to kind of give her the vision that I had for the podcast Instagram and like what I wanted my color palette to look like and just how um, I could make it more bold and stand out and find better ways to be more consistent with it. And she gave me a lot of great information and I love loved loved the designs that she came out with and she worked really hard on them and it's been so helpful for me to basically like make content and not try to attempt it myself because I'm no graphic designer so having that help was nice but that being said managing a podcast Instagram on top of all your other social medias like I have so many social media accounts that I have to keep on top with as like a part-time content creator And it was really exhausting. And one thing that I want to do in 2023 is to hire like a social media assistant to help me with the Instagram when it comes to posting and scheduling, maybe creating the graphics and updating them. Like I would share the graphics that my graphic designer made and having them 
basically fill in the gaps and I would give them the direction on what pictures to put in it when it comes to new solo episodes, new guest episodes, telling them how to frame the quotes that I post, the funny tweets that I post, and then I'll be responsible for making the reels that I post when it comes to like the solo episodes. And then I will eventually get back to posting the reels of me and the guests talking. I stopped doing that a couple of guest episodes ago just because Zencaster really like screwed me over with the video footage and I didn't have anything to show for that and I didn't want to do a basic audiogram for them so I just decided to not make reels for that. So if you were a guest for one of those few times where I didn't post something I truly am sorry just Zencaster didn't cooperate and then I also again have the burnout with managing the podcast Instagram so I just simply said listen I'm gonna find something better and I need to get help with this like I want to say towards like the beginning of Q4 I was really struggling a little bit consistent with the podcast Instagram and I'm like okay This can't happen. I paid lots of money for the graphics and I want to be able to showcase them even though I did a pretty good job for most of the time. But again, looking into getting some help with the Instagram account for next year is going to be very ideal. And then the last thing that I want to do in terms of like investing into my podcast is to get a new microphone eventually. I'm really interested in those Shure microphones or like those other professional um, microphones that a lot of big podcasters use. I really like that you can kind of put your mouth directly into, not directly into it, but your mouth can be a lot closer to the microphone and the audio sounds just a lot better. And don't get me wrong, my Blue Yeti mic is absolutely awesome and I will still use it for voiceovers and videos and other content, but it'd be really nice to just have something that betters the audio even more. So that is a goal of mine for next year. So we'll see how much those mics cost. They definitely are on the pricier side, but I will do my research and when I have the money for it, I will go ahead and purchase the mic. That's my shamelessly unapologetic wrapped. Now let's go into Alana's 2022 wrapped or just the urine review really I mean like there aren't really statistics that I'm going to be sharing here so let's start off with January since that's the first month of a new year so I was still working at Cerebral and y'all already know the tea and the drama with me and Cerebral but shit got very hard that month I was under a lot of pressure I started getting yelled at for stupid things or things that I didn't even do And nobody believed me, and that was frustrating. Um, The situationship that I had mentioned in the beginning of this episode, that was when we ended things, and that made me just kind of want to give up on dating. Now, I will say I didn't meet that person through a dating app, but I also had made the decision in December 2021 to delete my dating apps, and I will say ever since I've quit dating and not having my dating apps, on my phone. It has been a huge game changer in my mental health. Like I don't have to worry about making an effort to logging into the app a couple times a week and playing swipey swipey swipe and trying to land dates. It's just not fun for me. I don't want to do that. 
I was tired of like matching with people, me messaging them, them not messaging me back. I was tired of just being really disappointed with some of the guys' behaviors on dating apps. I just didn't want to put up with it anymore. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to meet people out in the wild. Whatever happens, happens. But I am just not going to put an effort to meet someone right now because I am so fucking tired. I've been doing this for pretty much 11 years and I still haven't found somebody who treats me well, who meets my bar in hell standards. Like, I kid you not, like, I literally just want the bare fucking minimum. I can't stress that enough. And I haven't been able to find that. Men have not been treating me right. And I'm tired of it when I treat them right and I don't get the same energy reciprocated. So I said, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to let things happen naturally. Whatever happens, happens. And it has just made me happier overall. So moving into February, work was still pretty much bad, still getting in trouble for petty shit. And I didn't make any hires that month. I had a really hard month at work and I was just really fucking over cerebral at this point. But I will say I did get to visit San Francisco that month and I had an amazing time and I got to reunite with a friend of mine who also moved out of San Francisco and was there the same time that I was. So I got to meet up with him and ugh, chef's kiss. It was such a wonderful, wonderful time. And it was just really nice just reuniting with him. But unfortunately, February is when I started to get acid reflux flare-ups. So this year has been really bad for my acid reflux. And I will say April and May, it was really, really bad. Oh my God. And I had to start like taking a lot of like PPIs and it still wasn't enough. And I did get a GI scheduled back in the summer. But um, yeah, it took me a really long time to like start taking control of the situation. But that was making my life absolutely miserable. I mean, it still makes my life miserable, but I have found some ways to try to manage it a little bit better. So then we go to March. Beginning of March, that's when I was finally fired from Cerebral for me doing absolutely nothing. And by me doing absolutely nothing, I was blamed for certain situations that never happened. And people made up lies about me and basically threw me under the bus for things that I should have never been mentioned at all because I was not involved in this stuff. So I was really pissed off about that. My boss didn't believe me. And I realized later on that I was just much better off without this company. And yeah, so I'm really happy to not be working at Cerebral. Um, that's all I can say. A few weeks later, I went to North Carolina for my best friend's bachelorette trip. We stayed at this really cute lake house and we went to Charlotte for the day, which was really fun. Plus, it was really nice to spend a whole weekend with her. You know, I don't get to see my best friend that often. I probably see her about once or twice a year. Seeing her for like a whole weekend was really lovely. I also saw Dua Lipa at the end of March and she was fabulous. What a great concert. Really enjoyed going back to concerts after the pandemic had prevented us from doing that. So that was basically my first concert after COVID and it just felt so good to be in a stadium full of people and just enjoying an artist that we all love. And then the last thing was that's when I went back to our, our Richmond because 
April was when my best friend was getting married. So I attended her wedding and it was a really great time. I reunited with some people that I went to kindergarten with. And so I went to a, a, a private school for kindergarten. It was a Jewish private school. So got to see some old classmates of mine. And I was mostly unemployed in April. I mean, I was looking for jobs. I was interviewing. And I was basically in Richmond the whole entire time I was there because I was waiting for my sister to graduate law school, which is why I was in Richmond for such a long time. I will say my podcast kept me really busy that month. I had a lot of podcast guest interviews lined up. So that was really nice to have so many scheduled and they all went really well. So all of their episodes are up. And then towards the end of the month, I got a part-time job at an old company that I used to work at. So I'm doing like career mentoring with that and contract job, but it's still money that gives me, you know, another source of income. And at least it was helpful for the time being while I was looking for something full time. And then in May, my sister graduated law school and I was so happy when she finally walked because I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to go back to Portland because I was struggling in um, Richmond. My quality of life was kind of not thriving there and my parents' house sucks, especially when it comes to natural light. That bothers the shit out of me with their house. I can't stand that there's like no natural light there. So once I went back to Portland, I felt so much better and started getting back into my routine again. And then May is when I finally got an offer for my current company. And then June, all that really happened in June is when I started the job. And I just spent my time, you know, onboarding and training. In July, once I had gotten my first paycheck and everything... I dropped a lot of money on new clothes and gave myself a whole entire wardrobe revamp and oh my god, I needed it. I donated so many clothes and I mean so, so many clothes and it felt really great to do that and I hope other people can enjoy my old outfits. Now I'm excited to have more like timeless pieces along with some trendy pieces of course, but Things that will pretty much never go out of style that I can continuously wear. August, I'll be honest, that was a really uneventful month. I truly have nothing to say about August. Work was work. That's really all I have to say. And then September, I went to San Francisco during Labor Day weekend. I got to see my best friend who lives in Israel. She was also in San Francisco during the same time that I was there. So it was really nice to reunite with her because I hadn't seen her in like a year and a half. I also saw Lady Gaga when I was in San Francisco. I saw her um, the first time in 2017 at Oracle Park. So it was nice to go back and see her at a place that I called home. And then as I was flying back to San Francisco, or sorry, as I was boarding my plane on my way back to Portland, unfortunately, that was the news that I got regarding my um, childhood horse farm with the fire and the horses dying. And clearly, that made me sad for a whole week. And then I realized like, okay, I need to go back to Richmond because they're going to do memorial and I want to be there to help with like the donations that they're getting. I want to buy them new tack because I know they lost a lot of tack in the fire. So I was in Richmond for about three weeks. And then October rolls around. So the first week of October, 
the memorial happens and then I flew out the next day because I wasn't going to miss that. That was why I went and that place meant everything to me. It still means everything to me. And even though I'm in Oregon and it's in Virginia, I will always come back to it when I'm visiting Richmond and I want to ride. I didn't get to ride when I was there, obviously. Like, there's no way that they were going to be holding lessons. Like, a tragedy had just happened. But it was still really nice to be around horses. It was nice to reunite with some of the people from the barn that I haven't seen in a really long time. And so, it just, it felt good. I was, like, connected with family that I hadn't seen in years. Like, I loved the people that I ride, that I rode with. Like, everyone was just so down to earth. And... There's a reason that I keep going back. It's a very well-loved farm. Had a good time um, at Halloween. I'm not going to really like touch on that. But like Halloween was fun and work was just really slow. November work was even worse. It got even more slow. And I turned 31. My birthday was last month. And so it's crazy to think that I've made it to 31 years. But you know, I'm thriving. I got to do a little bit of traveling in November. So first I went to Astoria the day after my birthday with some of my friends for a day trip. And we had such a great time. It's such a cute little town. If you want to do a nice little coastal trip, go to Astoria. Highly recommend. It's an easy day trip, especially from Portland. And then I went to Seattle the following week for a few days. And I had such a great time in Seattle. I wish I had more time in Seattle. But I was very pleased with my experience in Seattle. And then I went to Philadelphia. And then unfortunately, once I was in Philadelphia, I got so sick. I know I already talked about how sick I got. Um, a couple episodes back. I don't know if it was the flu or the cold. I wasn't feeling good. I still managed to enjoy Thanksgiving with my family, but I was still sick. And then the last thing that kind of made November a little bit of a damper, I will say November is usually a good month for me, but sadly I did get some like unsettling news regarding work because there's a very good chance that I could be losing my job next month. And I'm just like, Oh, just once I want to be able to keep my job for a year. And I will say I have not gotten in trouble at all for like my performance or just me as a person or employee at work at all. And that's how I know I'm in a much better environment. So if I lose my job, it is because of a layoff and not because of some bullshit. I mean, I think layoffs are bullshit, but I'm not I mean like petty bullshit that should have never happened to begin with. So now we're in the month of December, right? So in the beginning of this month, I was diagnosed with mild gastroparesis and I already made a solo episode about that. It's like two episodes back, so pretty recent. I'm still adjusting to the diet. I actually met with a dietitian today and it was really helpful. She gave me a lot of good resources and food guidelines on what's going to be best for me to eat along with helping my acid reflux since my dietitian does specialize in a lot of like gastro issues. So I'm really glad I got in when I could. She had a cancellation and just by luck of the draw, she had the cancellation and the opening was for today. I literally scheduled this appointment last week and I was like, done put me in. I work from home and she does virtual appointments. So it worked. And so I'll have a follow-up appointment with her in March. 
so we can talk more about like how everything is going in terms of food and how my symptoms are going and then I have the endoscopy next month so hopefully I'll get some more answers regarding my stomach health. This month has been a little bit um, challenging. I haven't really felt as motivated. I am just so burnt out and I think taking a break from the podcast for about two months will really help with that. And I think that will kind of help me feel a little bit more like myself. I also just think like my stomach issues have made me not really feel like myself this year. I've experienced just like a lot of like fatigue and my nausea has been just so bad, like so, so, so bad this year that it prevents me from wanting to do anything. And I just want to like lay in bed and like watch TikToks because... I physically just cannot move or else I'm going to throw up and I just I hate being nausea and so I started to find some ways on how to manage my nausea. I do eventually want to talk to my doctor about maybe getting like a Zofran prescription for stronger nausea medication. I feel like Dremamine doesn't do enough because it's really more for like motion sickness. It helps a little bit but I know there are other medications that help with nausea better. Okay sorry I'll stop talking about this. So that is just something that I am experiencing is just the motivation and just the burnout and then my just stomach issues just not making that any better for me. I'm celebrating Hanukkah. Hanukkah started a few nights ago. It's going to be nice that Hanukkah is also during Christmas this year. Granted it is the last night but it's still cool that it's going to fall under Christmas. I love it when Hanukkah and Christmas fall under the same day. It just makes the day just even more lively and special because I really do like Christmas but you know I got my own cool things with my own holiday that I can celebrate and I have to remind myself and then I mentioned beginning episode I'm going to San Diego I've never been and so that is so exciting like I know I'm gonna have a good time and the weather is gonna be really nice and then I'm very excited to ring in the new year with my friends at this like gay bar in Portland called Darcells. They're doing like this really cool New Year's Eve event and my friends and I got tickets for it so we're really looking forward to that. The end of this year is gonna wrap up with a lot of fun things. You know I'm hoping to end this year like on a very good note but overall I want to say like with 2022 it was honestly just a meh of a year. Like it wasn't good but it wasn't bad. I just felt like this year was really average Yes, I got to do some things, but I just felt like it didn't really compare to my 2021. I don't know. I just thought that it was just a little bit bland. Like it could have had a little bit more pizzazz despite some of the few cool things that happened this year. But I'm hoping that 2023 is going to be an epic year. And I'm really excited to see what it's going to offer. You know, I'm manifesting an amazing year for myself and I want to manifest an amazing year for all of y'all listening. If you didn't have a good year this year, I hope it's even better next year. I think that's everything that I wanted to say. We're all saying goodbye to 2022 and this is the last episode of season two and hopefully I will be back probably sometime end of February, early March. And I can't wait to see what season three is going to offer and that I can get my act together with the podcast Instagram account and 
really take this podcast up a notch even further. I want to thank you so much for listening this year. It truly does mean a lot. And you're always welcome to still email the podcast email at shamelesslyunapologeticpodcast at gmail.com and still follow us on Instagram at shamelesslyunapologetic. I hope everyone has a happy and healthy new year and I will see you next year in 2023. Bye, everyone.